Hey everyone, this is Jason Shappert, and you're listening to the Private Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. Filing a flight plan, especially for VFR purposes right now, is really becoming a lost art. Hey everyone, Jason Shabbert here of M0A.com, and you are listening to the Private Pilot Podcast, brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, groundschoolacademy.com. For one membership price, you get access to our private instrument, commercial, and soon-to-be CFI and multi-engine online ground school courses. Some of our more advanced members, our gold members, get access to our weekly workshop webinars where every Monday night you get to participate with a webinar live with me here in the studio where I share with you some of my best tidbits all live and all talking about the topic of aviation safety and flight training, groundschoolacademy.com to learn more. Today we're talking about the lost art, really of flight plans, and not only just, I know this is a private podcast, not only in the VFR environment, but also in the IFR environment, we'll, we'll mention that. But first things first, one of my goals here with m0a.com is just to always keep you up to date with what's happening, what's changing, what's what's evolving in aviation. And I just posted a video recently uh, to Facebook for you to check out called What's Changed or What's Changing in Aviation. And the list, I, my goal was to make it a two or three minute video. It ended up being eight minutes because so much has changed in aviation. And one of the big switches I mentioned there is the switch to ICAO flight plans. ICAO flight plans. Now, ICAO flight plans are simply international flight plans. We in the United States are the only ones who actually do it differently. If you go anywhere else in the world, they use ICAO flight plans. This is very similar to those of you who've maybe been flying for a while can relate to this, that um, the phrase line up and wait. See, we used to use the phrase position and hold. And what that means is simply to, it's the tower is telling you, hey, get out on the runway, position yourself and hold there. Don't take off yet. Hold yourself there, but be out on the runway, be ready to go. And they use this oftentimes at busier airports to help with speed up the departure process and save that little bit of time of a taxi. It seems insignificant when you're doing thousands of departures a day, every second really counts to get more planes in and out more efficiently. So we used to call this phrase position and hold. However, the ICAO phraseology, and ICAO is really the international governing body of everything aviation, the official ICAO phrase was line up and wait. So we'd have international pilots coming over, and our controllers were telling them position and hold. Yet they're so used to hearing the phrase line up and wait. So there was some confusion there. So we ended up adopting, as we should have done in the first place, adopting that ICAO phraseology of line up and wait. I tell you that story to share with you that flight plans are the same thing. We're the only country that uses our own flight planning system. So when international pilots come over, they take one look at our flight plan stuff and go, this is a lot different than what I do you know, back home or, or what gets done at dispatch, whatever it may be. 
So we are adopting these ICAO flight plans, and they are significantly different from what you and I are used to doing flight plan-wise. Now, the FAA says early 2017 for the switch um, is what they say there. Um, Now, you need an ICAO flight plan to fly internationally anyways. We wanted to go to the Bahamas, um, and and this is the nice thing too. I mean, ForeFlight did it all for us. We didn't have to go in there and, and... it knew we needed it. I didn't have to totally understand how to fill it out. Four Flight did it for me. Again, I went IFR International, so a little bit different, but you're going to do these manually as well. There's not always going to be apps there to help you and assist you with it. So and just, just know that I'll have a great video coming out in the near future to help you with that process um, as well with what to expect because you need them now to do international anyways. But let me ask you a question. I don't know where you're at in your flight training journey. Maybe you're already a private pilot. Maybe you're an aspiring pilot, somewhere in between. But let me ask you a question. When is the last time you even filed a VFR flight plan? I bet for a lot of us, it's probably during my training, when my instructor made me. I mean, very rarely. That's why this podcast is titled right now, The Lost Art of Flight Plans, because so many of us, and I'm, guilt, I'm raising my hand now too, if you could see me, the last time I filed a, just a VFR flight plan was a long time ago. I mean, once you become an instrument-rated pilot, most places I go are just on an IFR flight plan anyways, but when's the last time you filed and went through the, just being honest, the tedious process of opening it and closing it, and it's, it's not easy to open a flight plan up in the air especially if you're in a remote area where you've got to listen over the VOR and transmit on this frequency and listen over the VOR and talk to, you know, the Gainesville radio or whoever you're actually talking to um, and get all that figured out. It is a lot to do and to close. So when's the last time you even filed a VFR flight plan? Should you file a VFR flight plan or should you Just get VFR flight following because 99.9% of us do what? We go up. If we're going VFR somewhere, we just get VFR flight following. But let's stop for a second and let's talk about really the differences. Why would I file a VFR flight plan? There's one reason, at least one huge reason. There's probably a few more, but there's one huge reason, the main reason to file a VFR flight plan, and that is the search and rescue functionality of it. You see, if I come up late, overdue, and haven't closed that flight plan, no one's heard from me, there is a search and rescue component that is going to trigger. And local law enforcement and the Civil Air Patrol and everybody's going to be out there looking for me based on my route of flight or where I should have been. Now, that's great. Now, that can be time-consuming too. I mean, if I'm departing on a three-hour cross-country um, and I put in there, let's, uh, let's file my VFR flight plan for three hours, 30 minutes, just to be safe in case I'm running late. And I have an engine failure on takeoff and I'm just short of my field, but no one's going to come looking for me beyond three hours, 30 minutes because you have to come up overdue. You know, it'll be four, five hours until they start sending people out to find you and you've already been sitting there for four or five hours hoping someone would come find you. You see, so there's some differences there too, but the main functionality of a VFR flight plan is that search and rescue feature. Now, 
Do I get that same search and rescue feature with VFR flight following? The answer is absolutely not. It's, it's not required. There's, there's no time tell. There's no information there. VFR flight following, I get a squat code. I get radar contact, and I kind of hope I continue to get passed on from controller to controller. Now, if I were to have an in-flight issue and needed to declare an emergency, absolutely, it's amazing because I'm talking right to the controller, telling them exactly what's happening. They're doing a man overboard GPS waypoint on their radar, however they do that, and they're going to have people coming out and looking for me ASAP. So is there a balance between having an actual VFR flight plan on file and open plus doing VFR flight following? Remember, the VFR flight following controllers aren't going to go out of their way to open up your flight plan, close your flight plan for you. They've got to focus on IFR traffic. You have to remember this, that this is why that if you want that search and rescue feature, and who doesn't, right? VFR flight following is not required by the controllers. In fact, in the AIM, it says VFR traffic services are to be provided by controllers on a workload permitting basis. Meaning they have every right to deny you, say, no, I don't have time right now. They have every right to drop you. If they start getting really, really busy, they're just going to tell you, hey, squawk VFR frequency change approved. Thanks. See ya. And, and you're dropped just like that. And who listening to this has done some long cross countries before where you're in the middle of nowhere, not your, you know, not your side of town, not your side of the country even. Um, don't really totally know where you're at and flight following drops you. They say, try another controller in the next two zero miles. And you're thinking, wow, I am out in the middle of nowhere. This happened to us on our Salt Lake trip, bringing the new Technum back. We're out in the middle of like New Mexico, middle of nowhere. They didn't drop us because they didn't like us or they were too busy. They dropped us just because we couldn't climb high enough to even maintain their frequency. We were in such a remote part of the country. When you're flying over vast desert, where the nearest airport is 60 to 80 miles away, and the one and only controller you were talking to drops you and says, hey, try again in another 20, 30 minutes, 20, 30 miles, whatever it may be, it's an eerie feeling when you're out there in the middle of nowhere. There's no weather or anything like that, but man, if something were to happen and we don't have a VFR flight plan on file, no one's going to come looking for us for a while. At that point, you're waiting on hopefully friends and family reports you overdue, which could take a little while as well, especially if you're on that long of a trip. These are the things you need to think about. Is a VFR flight plan required? Only if you want to fly internationally. A D VFR flight plan is the only time you actually need to have it. Is it a good idea to have it? On these long cross countries, absolutely it is. You've got to know how to open it. You've got to remember how to close it. Using a VFR flight plan in conjunction with getting flight following is just another base to cover. We're all about being smarter, safer pilots and how, how can we increase our likelihood uh, of being safe? It's just one way to do it. So don't forget about VFR flight plans next time you're doing a long cross country. By the way, something else to add here, Lockheed Martin Flight Service Station has changed its name. It is now Lidos. 
uh, flight service, but still 1-800-WX-BRIEF is still the number. All your online accounts, everything still works. All this happened is it's actually still owned by Lockheed Martin. This is just uh, Lido's uh, LLC is just like a holding company, and Lockheed Martin is moving some of their assets into other um, other companies and other holdings for uh, obviously legal protection or, or tax purposes. I, I don't know the business side of it. Um, but they uh, officially changed the names to uh, Lidos, L-E-I-D-O-S, I believe. It doesn't matter. It's not going to change anything. They're just going to answer the phone differently uh, when you call them. So be ready for that as well. 1-800-WX-BRIEF still works for them. So the lost art of flight plans, something else to really think about. By the way, uh, if you're listening to this and it's still the month of January, I have a ton of great live streams going up on our Facebook page. Uh, I could read all the dates too, but it's like six dates. So I don't want to totally bore you with it, but it's from like January 10th to the 24th. I'm doing a bunch of live streams, like good 45 minutes to an hour long, great content webinar style live streams from the studio. A chance to really see what the online ground school members get to experience on a weekly basis, essentially. If you just go to our Facebook page, that'll be the best way to, to get you that info. Facebook.com forward slash M-Zero-A, M-Z-E-R-O-A. Um, just hop on your phone right now and type in M-Zero-A in the Facebook app, M-Z-E-R-O-A, and it'll come right up so you can check all of that out. But listen, so glad to be uh, back in the saddle, knocking out some podcasts with you all. The goal is to keep this on a weekly basis for you all because we want to be everywhere you guys are at. You love our videos. Hopefully you love our pod, podcasts as well and, and the books and the audio books, the online ground school, the free videos we put on YouTube. There's just, we're trying to reach um, pilots where they're at and, and even more importantly, reach that next generation of aviators. So I just, it, it warms my heart so much to see uh, you guys talking about our content and sharing our content. A lot of these Facebook groups and forums really just uh, means a lot. We're, uh, we're out there to make aviation a safer place and we appreciate you helping us spread that great word. So enjoy the rest of your day and most importantly, remember, but a good pilot is always learning every day, guys. See ya.